Coming up next on the Digital Marketer Podcast. Luckily, most of these influencers are stars, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if they love the product and they do truly you know, are aligned with the brand, it does come off authentic. And nice. I would say that that's I would say that's probably not probably. That is why I've had success in this space is because I've been able to align just good brands with good influencers who love the products and, and again, create the win, win, win all around mm-hmm. for everyone. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners. Did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. Hey guys, this is the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm Mark DeGrasse, president of Digital Marketer. And today I'm here with Valerie Viramontes. She's the owner and media specialist with V2 Marketing Solutions, specializing in sponsorships and brand deals for the health and fitness space. Uh, Welcome, Valerie. Thanks for having me, Mark. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Remember us talking at TNC, Mm -hmm. you were at the Scalable booth, talking with all the the big wig business owners over there. How was that? Do you have fun? Oh, TNC is always a blast. It's really awesome to see just industry leaders coming together and you never know who you're speaking with, which is fascinating. Even just sitting next to somebody at a lunch table, meeting the head of marketing for the leading, uh, they were the leading, they're called Parker and Clay leading. They won the, the 2020 award to the B Corp, you know, a B no. Corporation impact. And so I'm always amazed and in awe of the magic of traffic and conversion on top of the content, but the the sphere of influence that that conference brings in. And yeah, like I said, you just never know who you're speaking with. And it's That's really, true. It's really cool. It's really fascinating to find who who that conference attracts. Well, it's so funny because you're in fitness and fitness mm-hmm. and marketing, I found, are actually really small worlds because it mm-hmm. seems like you're just going to run into everybody again and again. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much time passes. So do you do uh, fitness shows too, or is it mainly just marketing? No, I've actually been on a, on, on a handful of fitness podcasts, the Conquer Athlete podcast, uh, the Strong Coach podcast. There's a few of them talking about business, talking about marketing in the, in the health and fitness space. So it's, it's really awesome to see those worlds collide and be, be, be a part of it. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So you work a lot with sponsorships and influencers. And I know in fitness, that's always a, a big topic. But selling fitness people on the marketing component could kind of be hard sometimes. Could you talk <laughs> about that? Like actually working with your clients and telling them why they need you? Oh, well, thanks. It's really fun to be in a space where I've dedicated the last, I mean, I've been in business in one one way, shape or form since probably 15 years old, 17, actually, I did medical billing. So I've had some some leg in the fit in the business world. 
at a very young age. And then just in the last five years, I've niched down to the health and fitness space by coming on and supporting Spartan races with mm. with new sponsorships. And they had a lot of their old, I would call it pre-C, you know, pre-corona. Uh, <laughs> that was about five, six years ago. They had a lot of their big contracts canceling out and they wanted to bring in a higher quality of, they wanted to bring in the highest quality of brands. Um, they're and they operated at a very high level of integrity and really took ownership over the growth that they had in business and on a global scale. So they wanted to bring in the best of the best. And that really actually started my, my journey into the health and fitness space, tying in business and marketing uh, services through sponsorships and brand deals. So being able to see, one, how important the health and fitness space is and yeah, they're, they're, they've dedicated their lives, at least for coaches and gym owners. Most of them have, have you know, dedicated their lives to the health and fitness space you know, through getting their degrees in kinesiology and, and whatever degrees they get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then to go into the business world, they're just deers and, and headlights. And it's, it's really beautiful to combine the two and where I can come in and support and where I have come in and support supported the two, uh, being able to, to bridge the gap between business, sales, and marketing into that space because they've done a great job at following their passion and doing what they love. And if, if they've done it in a way that's that's gained a massive audience, then at there comes a point where you, you have a responsibility to that audience and you want to bring them the best of the best in terms of products or services. And that's where I come in. Um, I come in to help them screen those products and and brands. And then also what I like to say is creating the win, win, win. It's not only just the win for the brand or the influencer, but it's also the win for the audience. Because if the influencer loves the product, loves the brand, it's going to come off authentic and they're going to be able, the audience is going to be able to see that and feel that, which in return benefits the brand because they're going to go buy their products. And so it's, it's been a really beautiful journey educating uh, those in the health and fitness space on more than just the, the power they have over their numbers and tying in the different media channels that they've invested in. I mean, a lot of these clients that I've had, they've invested three, five, seven years of just adding value, doing what they love. And then they're like, how do I monetize this? Or I'm monetizing okay. it. You know, uh, a new client of mine who's, in, who's a YouTube influencer you know, she's amazing. And she's was doing these one off deals of, mm. you know, just $1,000 here, $1,000 here. And her YouTube just in the last year, her YouTube channel has tripled and she has over 250,000 wow. subscribers. And she's like, I know, like, at this point, I'm selling myself short, like, I don't know how to, you know, uh, who do I line myself with? And, and, you know, how do I create those deals? And you don't have to know. That's where I come in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've, I would say I've, I've created what I've deemed myself as a media specialist, having the background of online marketing and business development is really being able, again, to see you know, how everyone can win and how mm-hmm. we can use omni-channel distribution through whatever media channels they've, they've developed. What's their email list? What's their social followings? What, how many podcast downloads are they getting? What is the true impression of that ad or that deal that we can create to where 
you know, everyone feels good about it. And, and again, awesome. being able to have high quality products and a brand you can stand behind just makes thing, just makes it that much more fun and mm -hmm. easier to promote. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that because I think for a while when kind of the influencer thing went off and everyone was just kind of like, well, the classic example is the Kardashians and she would come on and just pitch whatever. And then, oh yeah, I'm buying Skechers now or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so you had these other kind of mini influencers that were just pitching anything. And then it's like, okay, this is tired. <laughs> but now I think it's refined, right? It's changed. It has. It has. It has gotten a lot more refined. And I would say that would just infuriate me too, because working with Spartan Races, I mean, they sent every single product, at least an edible, I mean, at least if you were, you know, drinking it or eating it, every single product went to the nutrition board. And they would go through every single ingredient of that product. Wow. And again, because they wanted, they wanted the best. And so being able to work with them and, and understand their process, i took that into my business and just just kept that level of excellence because that is again that goes back to the responsibility when you've had that audience it's great that you've done that bravo it, but now what's your responsibility to that audience mm -hmm. and and being able you know to offer them the highest quality of products feels good for you like not only for your bank account but also I would hope that you can sleep at night versus just <laughs> selling that skinny fit tea or whatever. Yeah. Going back to the Kardashians where it's like they're just promoting anything and everything. You know? And yeah, they're I'm really happy with at least the the pool that I work with. They they're that's what they're looking for. They're looking mm -hmm. for the best. They want those long-term partnerships with companies and they want to they want to build and grow alongside with them. And those tend to be the best relationships in the end versus, that's really cool. versus the turn and burn, which I call it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I think that's what most people think of like, oh yeah, I'm going to pitch this. I actually worked with a few supplement companies and it was basically their whole budget was influencers. It was like a hundred thousand a month. And mm -hmm. they would say, okay, if they, they get the contract and we're going to give them say a thousand bucks a month, we're going to send them a thousand dollars in product. And then we're going to expect this many posts per week and mm -hmm. this many stories and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of how you structure the deals where it's, I get this much money or product or how's that work? It all depends. I mean, I, I really, I have calls with the company and to see what their budget is, what their overall goals are, because if they don't have, if they're just looking for a month of sponsorship, it's a no. Like if they, if they are coming to the table with I only have this amount of budget and I just want to, want to test your network. It's mm -hmm. like the, the clients that I'm working with at this stage, they've established their presence and they know, and we know actually, I mean, some of these clients I've had now three, four, going on four years and the long-term agreements and deals that we create is better off for the brands because they gain brand awareness into the audience. There's, there's a sense of loyalty where you're not switching out. You're not promoting four different grain juices in a year mm -hmm. where they can continue to build on that audience. And then what's the, again, going back to marketing, like what's the lifetime value of that, of that customer that's really coming in and, and are they on a subscription? You know? And so what offers are being promoted, which we, we also tie it back into that. So I would say every deal that I do is different based off of the overall goals. Of course, I love to ask for it all and see, and then go from there. Mm -hmm. every, every single 
uh, influencer that I work with is like, give me the most cash up front. I want an yeah. affiliate deal on the back end too. <laughs> you know, what, yeah, what can, exactly yeah. like ask for it all. But in reality, the brands are like, it's one, it's usually one or the other. And, yeah. and so they'll, they're, they're always happy to send off free product. Actually, before any deals are made, mm-hmm. my, my clients test out the products to make sure it's a thousand percent aligned with what they want to support and they like it. That, mm-hmm. that needs to happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because so do companies come to you and say, hey, we need influencers. Who would you recommend? And then you work out the deal from there. Or is it the reverse where you both. take an influencer? And, oh, you said you both. Okay. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have both. I have uh, because it's just the network that I've cultivated over the last five years that I have companies sometimes. I have companies that will come to me, especially right now where they're still looking at, you know, their holiday budget where they don't necessarily want to, you know, go on Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, the last year was, was a shit show with, with, with holiday budget coinciding with the elections and no company was, was able to compete with a hundred million dollar, you know, a day budget from, Mm -hmm. on the election standpoint. So I'm seeing that's an anomaly. Now I'm like, okay, that's every yeah. four years. That's a cycle. That's a different cycle in my business that I know now for. Oh, for that's true. Election seat, you know, for the mm-hmm. election side. But we we have holidays every single year, and this is about the time where companies are like, oh, I have some extra budget to ship. I have some extra mm-hmm. budget. So, you know, what can I do to? Can I get an email, a designated email newsletter out? Can I get some additional social post? And so it's. I, it's media as Mark. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all up for creation. And that's, oh, yeah. that's how I like to approach every single conversation is because it's like, we have the platform, all my clients, I, I have the stats and the demographics that they serve, or that they're that they're reaching. So it's like, well, what are what are the true goals of the company? And can we can we help you? And I actually say no more than yes. Oh, really? I do. Because because of that, because they just come in and, and want the influencer turn and burn. And mm-hmm. I just want to sponsor for a month and let's see how you do. It's like, well, actually, when you it's look too much at work for that. it's too much work for, for the clients. But on top of that, when you, again, going back to the, the, like, I don't even know if this is a term, but I've deemed it like, what's the lifetime value of a listener on a podcast? Oh, some, that's, that's a metric. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I like well, some of these, some of these, I mean, I've worked with some of these clients now for a few years and when I get, we'll go back and run some sponsorship stats for some of our partnerships and like, oh, wow, people are still downloading six months later, a year later. If somebody comes on and finds our channel, they may go back and binge where it's maybe not a huge influx, but there's an additional 10 to 15,000 downloads over the course of a year. And yeah, so, huge. so again, it goes back to like, you know, well, what are your brand goals? What do you want to, what are you, are you looking to establish market share in this specific niche, the CrossFit mm-hmm. space, the primal flow space, the OCR, like mm-hmm. what, are, what are you looking to do? And where are you looking to gain awareness with, no, your, with your brand? That's awesome. Well, I think that, that both sides, because I think that's always what I thought of in terms of influencers were just like, okay, I'll send you some stuff, do some money. I was actually <laughs> on it. And that's how they used to do their sponsorships, where it's basically like, hey, we'll give you this much cash. And then and when I came in, I was like, okay, well, how many times are they posting? Like, do we know what mm-hmm. happened when we sent them this stuff? Mm-hmm. And there was no real tracking of it. And so I think that's where it's kind of much more refined. Now, this was what, seven years ago or eight years ago, where it was just like, yeah, we just sent them stuff. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a wild, wild west. If they post yeah, once, once or twice, 
No, every every contract that I do, there are specific deliverables that need to be hit for each influencer, whether it's a, a designated email or a, a podcast, you know, podcast interview on top of social media post, YouTube. We've done some really we've done some really cool creative videos. One of mm. one of the deals I did with my with the client was with the, the U.S. with the Air Force. Oh, cool! And uh, the Air Force was looking to get super niche specific in their recruitment. And so they wanted to, they wanted to target the the CrossFit space. And so we were able to do a media deal that also included uh, a suite of YouTube videos where we met up on a location and you know, the guys worked out intensely and did some really cool things and they, they put all that together. So, That's so cool. And, and so those, is that, wasn't a so thing. that whole, I was like, well, and you know, those videos last forever. Like, I mean, in terms of if you put it on YouTube, they're not going anywhere. So, yeah, well, I think that's the, the part that interests me is just the media production side where it's not just like, hey, go do some stuff. It's more coordinated between the brands. Cause I think the, the trick there is how do you come off as not salesy to get that kind of <laughs> genuine influencer benefit instead of like, okay, I know this guy's getting paid to say this. So, mm-hmm. Now I don't trust what he's saying and it hurts his brand. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you kind of coach the influencers on, Hey, here's how to pitch this without sounding pitchy? Well, every, I have an onboarding system for every brand that comes on mm-hmm. and I require them to give me their bullet points or some actually write out scripts, like what's their mm-hmm. CTA. And so that, I, that I work with the influencers in terms of refining most Luckily, most of these influencers are stars, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if they love the product and they do truly you know, are aligned with the brand, it does come off authentic. And nice. I would say that that's I would say that's probably not probably that is why I've had success in this space is because I've been able to align just good brands with good influencers who love the products and, and again, create the win, win, win all around mm-hmm. for everyone. That's super cool. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. So yeah. let's talk about the the stars. Like what qualifies as like a, because I know it's niche specific. So somebody who mm-hmm. has 10,000 followers here might be a lot worth a lot more than in this space than this person over here with 500,000 followers because mm-hmm. of what they're pushing. So how do you kind of gauge the metric for what a good following is to be a, 
a good influencer or productive, profitable? That's a, that's a a great (laughs) question. I mean, it does overall come down to impressions. So, I mean, there, you can't get away from looking at the numbers, but if, if that person only has 10,000 followers on Instagram, but they have a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, it's like, okay, we're going to leverage more of the YouTube. And then what's your email list as well. One thing that, that I've found out coming into the space is a lot of these health influencers, they just forget about the business aspect of it, where they're, they're doing great on the social platforms and what's available for them, but they've, they haven't necessarily built an email list or they've nurtured an email list and they have, they may have collected email lists, but they don't email them. So as we know, as we know, that's (laughs) basically a dead list. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> that needs to be uh, revived and segmented to see what is the actual quality of that list. So it's it. I would say it's. I don't. I go into each 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 brand with just a fresh pair of eyes. Like, okay, mm-hmm. what can we necessarily leverage? Or like, oh, you are in the micro influencer space. So you know, like, great call. Here's what you can do to continue to build your audience and. If they are at that space, it is going to be just affiliate deals. It's, mm-hmm. going to, it's going to be affiliate deals. They'll get some free products, and which is still a great win for them. And you know, they get to they get to build from there. I mean, the health mm-hmm. at this stage now, where we're at today, the health and fitness space is also very saturated. You know, mm-hmm. There, there is a lot of there's a lot of brands, there's a lot of influencers, and so it's 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 really I think for for them it's, it's dialing in what they're doing in the world, mm-hmm. who they're serving, you know, and staying focused on that and adding value to that audience because then the rest will come. The sponsorships will come. I mean, if they, they want to, if they want to quote unquote sell out, yes, they can get a few hundred dollars sponsorships for, from mm-hmm. a brand, but is that, is that really worth it? I mean, they, they need to judge that. I think every, every person or, or influencer who's building their audience they have they have to weigh that out over what what their goals are. Mm-hmm. No, it, it totally makes sense because I think well a lot of people just don't think about it. And I think for fitness people, there's a few different trainers that I worked with where it was like somebody who grew up chubby and then they decided to get serious and then they got in shape and then everybody said, "How did you get in shape?" And then they became a trainer. Mm-hmm. That's that's one path. Then you had somebody who was a lifetime athlete. They got out of college. They still love to work out. So then they became a trainer, got a gym. Mm -hmm. So what do you see just in terms of those lines of the trainers that make it or that actually become the business side of it, which is tough because when I I did unconventional fitness, so it was like kettlebells and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you had all these people that were very dedicated to their, the skill Mm -hmm. uh, and developing that. But then you had Jillian Michaels over here who even though she did everything wrong and everybody hated her probably was influencing a lot more people to get in shape than the people who were actually dedicated to it so that (laughs) because it's like who's the good influencer then (laughs) oh that's that's a good question and i I think that's a double-edged sword and it in the end that influencer just needs to be be true to them and what they're doing. And that's going to attract the the people in the audience that are going to follow them. I worked with a lot of specialized fitness experts, same thing, mm-hmm. like unconventional kettlebell, a still mace flow mm-hmm. from on it as well. Oh, yeah. and, and so they, they were amazing, amazing humans, amazing creators and creatives, but yeah, definitely needed support on the business side, but they were also doing well for where they were at. Yeah. And, and so it just, it just 
I think goes back to the overall goals and what they're looking for. I mean, if they're looking to build a $10 million business and yeah, they're going to have to do the lose the 10 pounds in 30 days yeah, and, and hit, go down and, and speak the language of the masses mm-hmm. who that's what they're dealing with. They want to lose the 10 to 20 pounds in 30, day, in 30 days. Yeah. For, well, it, that's such good advice for them because I think that's, that's why I deal with from like, yeah, you could talk the high level of why you're doing an exercise and why you should do it this much and progress this fast and blah, blah, blah. However, the newbies don't care. <laughs> like they want you to say, do 10 pushups and then do 10 <laughs> sit-ups and then don't eat fast food this week or whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a give and take. You have to, you have to say dumb it down, but you well, have to. <laughs> I, 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 you do. And, and it, it correlates also to the business world. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been in the marketing space for so long that we forget that most people don't understand the, the basics of a customer journey or who mm-hmm. their customer avatar is, where that just comes natural to us at this stage. And who is your audience? Like, you know, these, uh, a lot of the newbies are like just deer in headlights. And that's, I think the same also correlates in the fitness space where the people that are just getting turned on actually the last year and a half with what's been going on in the world has, has put a, a big spotlight on health. And mm-hmm. so uh, I think those that have, you know, been able to create their messaging in a way that resonates with those looking for help and a solution, you know, they've seen their business grow from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I, I always compare fitness and marketing. I was the space, but also it's very similar where it's like, if you want results in fitness, you have to consistently plan, you have to consistently exercise. You, nothing's going to work if you plan on getting it done in 30 days. It'll mm-hmm. work, but it, the benefits won't be there long term. Mm-hmm. And you have to progress. Like there's all these different uh, principles of fitness that actually apply to marketing. So I think that's mm-hmm. why it, you know, fits so well for me because I'm like, oh, this is the same thing with the same <laughs> issues. Because you do just like you have to sell, uh, say, a personal training client on the pro- the process. You have to sell the marketing client, the business owner, on hey, yes, I know you want to get on the first page of Google. That's not how this works. <laughs> and yes, you have this email list. And if you don't send to it, it doesn't work either. And yeah. that's gold. Your email list is gold. And you're not yeah. doing it yet. So yeah. I think it's very similar. So that's really neat how you're able to coach them on the process. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. I think yeah. you're, you're doing good work. And yeah. I think the space is just blowing up. I think between this and community management, which is something that I'm getting very into right now, they're these kind of specialty segments of marketing are just becoming so much more technical and mature Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. they used to be. And yeah, I mean, that's, you're in a cool space. Yeah, I I think so too. Thank you. I love it because I've dedicated, like I've been in the business world for so long that being in the health space the last five years, I feel like I learned just as much as they do working with me. And I have actually, I had a massive knee injury over COVID and the channel of access to coaches that I was able to get support from to get relief and the stages of how I needed to, to progress. I basically over the course of 2020, I had to learn how to walk all over <sighs> again because my knee injury wow. was that bad. Luckily, it wasn't uh, severe enough to need surgery, but I injured myself pretty, pretty bad. And yeah, it's, it's, I feel so grateful that I've been in this world and cultivated these relationships to be able to leverage both sides. Like I help them just as much as they help me. 
And oh, so cool. Yeah. So I feel like everyone's winning when I being, being in the space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think for the, the sponsorship side and the influencer side with the trainers, I'm always looking at like, where can you get to? You could be a trainer, you could be a gym owner, you mm-hmm. could have a certification or some kind of organization around it. But at the end of the day, if you're just still training people, mm-hmm. you are going to get older and you're not going to want to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're- I think it's, you can't leverage. How do you scale? Which is yeah. always the issue. Yeah. You're trading time for money and there's, there's no scalability to that. No. Um, and which is what, what one of the brands that I was working with called the strong coach, they were teaching coaches, fitness trainers, how to go online. And so in, in being able to teach them that, I mean, it's taking it back to the basics, like who's your ideal client that you want to work with? Mm-hmm. What can you create for them? And a lot of these people just have fascinating skill sets and, and knowledge base that again, they're so, they're so deep in it that they forget and, mm-hmm. or they don't know how to communicate to the to the newbies because they're also so in it and they've done 15 years plus of, of health education that they're like, where do I start? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, what's funny is with content creation, I always used to tell those people, I'm like, are you creating content for your potential customer or are you creating content for your competitors? Mm. Because this is competitor information and they, they're not going to buy your stuff. So it's too over their head. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or, or over the customer's head. And now it's mm-hmm. like, okay, the only people who care about this are other trainers in the same space, which are your di- direct competition. So yeah, you have I'll to let... do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and because of the specialty fitness uh, experts that I was working with, it's like, well, well, if, if that's, that's your audience, actually other fitness trainers, where's your certification? Yes, what, exactly. You know, what can you create to help teach these trainers to get to that level? And so, yeah, yeah there, there's there's a lot of different ways. Again, it's, it's about creativity and what it's media. So, mm-hmm. you know, what can you create in the space that's going to add value? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think uh, a lot of people get used to this. I'm going to send this to my old fitness network because <laughs> I think you have a lot of good lessons in here. So if, if those people say the trainers or actually did work with a lot of fitness companies, uh, manufacturers too, mm. which would also be interesting in what you do, where could they find more info and get started? Well, I, I was going to say, you can just find me on my website at vv2solutions.com as well as you can stalk me on Instagram. I'm actually not too uh, exciting on there. It's more family and personal <laughs> stuff, but I think uh, now it's time to shift that. <laughs> so you can yeah, find me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at the at Valerie Viramontes and have two or three S's at the end of my Instagram handle. And, and that's nice. me. And yeah, those are the probably the best two places to find me and, and reach me. And yeah, that's... That's the niche I've created for myself, and it's a fun place to be. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I like that it's helping people by helping the people serving them, which yeah. is the trainers and the people who have the info. So that's super cool space, very needed service, and we'll be sending you some people, I'm sure, very soon. <laughs> I, I, have, I have like a bunch where I'm thinking, oh, okay, these people can use it. So thank you so much for awesome. coming on. And I think originally we were going to talk about outsourcing, but this is more interesting. <laughs> I mean, outsourcing is interesting. So we'll have I can you come back. We'll talk about, I can come back. We can we'll dive in. Outsourcing next time. Yeah, we can dive into more marketing topics. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank and, you for uh, having me, Mark. Thank you for listening. This was the Digital Marker Podcast, and we'll be producing lots more soon. So stay tuned. 
Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up. Because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.